0: Binge the full week of the Ray Taylor Show ad free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. This is the Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from the Ray Taylor Show where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories from franchise and subgenre to directors and actors. No film goes unwatched as I break down my Top 5 picks. So join me every Sunday for a new episode and get ready to dive into the world of film with Top 5 from the Ray Taylor Show. In this episode, I am ranking my top five favorite movies featuring Daniel Radcliffe that are not Harry Potter movies. Uh, I ranked the Harry Potter movies a little over a year ago, completed that franchise, which I had missed a a bunch of the, the final films in that franchise, and then I ranked the entire Harry Potter franchise, so those movies will not be eligible or included in this list. But I did want to check out other movies that Daniel Radcliffe is in. Because I do think he's a good actor. And one of my favorite movies, we'll see where it lands on this list, uh, stars him. And uh, he, there's a bunch of movies that I didn't even know he was in. So it gave me an opportunity to watch all of the non-Harry Potter movies that Daniel Radcliffe is in which I think the majority of them were made after the Harry Potter franchise was done. There was probably a few when he was still like a younger kid. Uh, But I wanted to get in and uh, rank the movies that weren't associated with a massive franchise, which I've heard they are bringing back like everything and – 2023 and the 2020s everything is being rebooted everything is coming back there is nothing is going to be original anymore uh so anyway he's also uh been in a a diverse range of movies uh he's been all kinds of different movies so i appreciate that as well um, so, you know, and one of my favorite movies from last, I think, I don't know, I don't think it made my top five. It was close. If it didn't, I don't remember. Uh, but he was in a movie last year that I really loved as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, any excuse to watch a bunch of movies by an actor or a director, I'll take it. I'll take it. And, uh, You know, I wanted to see what Daniel Radcliffe does, see how he performs in a wide range of different movies, which I appreciate that. I appreciate that he hasn't really pigeonholed himself in anything. And I'm sure because of being in the Harry Potter franchise growing up, uh, he wanted to branch out and do a variety of different things, which I really appreciate. So let's get it started with my top five Daniel Radcliffe movies that are not Harry Potter starting off with number five this is a fun movie romantic comedy a movie that I actually had watched and didn't remember until this rewatch but that movie coming in at number five my fifth favorite Daniel Radcliffe movie that is not Harry Potter is what if a romantic comedy as I said came out in the year 2013 also known in some countries as the f-word which I think F stands for friend because it is a movie where he is, uh, forms a friendship with somebody and then later tries to change the dynamics of that relationship from friend to something more. Uh, of course, this is a film stars Daniel Radcliffe as Wallace. He is a med school dropout who falls in love with his best friend uh, Chantry who is played by Zoe Kassan. If you've seen The Big Sick, another amazing rom-com with Kamale Nanjani I think she is actually married to Kamale, and that is a story, The Big Sick specifically is a story based on their true life uh, relationship. I love that movie. I love this movie. I think she's great. She's super adorable, and uh, she is the love interest for... Daniel Radcliffe in this movie. The film takes place in Toronto, Canada, where Wallace and Chantry meet at a party and immediately hit it off. Chantry reveals that she has a boyfriend, uh, but she and Wallace continue to hang out as friends. As Wallace and Chantry spend more time together, they begin to develop feelings for each other. The film explores the com- uh, the complications of falling in love with a friend, as well as the challenges of balancing romantic relationships with other important parts of your life uh the supporting cast also includes adam driver kind of fun to see adam driver as the kind of uh he's a very unique kind of character as he's the friend of daniel radcliffe also Mackenzie davis who i love in uh station 11 and so many other movies i think uh what is that movie with uh tully She's in that. She's great. I, I, I might do a top five of hers, actually, now that I'm thinking about that. Mackenzie Davis, a lot of fan. And alf- also Rafe Spall is in this movie. A fun romantic comedy. A fun movie. A movie, I don't know if I enjoyed it more or less in this rewatch. I think maybe I enjoyed it more. Because uh, if I watched this in 2013, maybe 2014 the last relationship i had been in was probably still a little bit raw and uh, you know rom-coms depending they may hit you in a way that that hurts a little bit different if you're still dealing with the loss of a uh, a love um but i i really did enjoy it it's a fun kind of you know new take on a rom, not a new take but a uh, A fun kind of dynamic where it's these people she's already in a relationship and just to have a friendship as friends and have a relationship as friends and what happens when that changes also what happens when you know people's lives change kind of juggling career trying to find out what you want and uh I don't know I had a lot of fun watching it I really loved it and it's you know not like a This isn't like a masterpiece, but it is a really fun, heartwarming rom-com that I really enjoyed and has some nice little uh, animated flourishes because she is an animator. So there are moments where there's like animation in the background. So I enjoyed the movie. What if coming in at number five, my fifth favorite Daniel Radcliffe movie. Now, I should mention that I didn't get to see every Daniel Radcliffe movie. I got to watch the majority of them. There were a few that weren't available that I didn't have access to, uh, but also weren't necessarily rated really high. So, you know, maybe there's a movie. And at the end, you can you can recommend recommend if I don't hit on that talking about these movies and my honorable mentions. There's one I missed. Uh, You can obviously always recommend that. But let's move on. Let's move on to my fourth favorite Daniel Radcliffe film that is not Harry Potter. This is potentially the, the most recent... Not the most recent, but it is a more recent film. Uh, this is a movie that I was like... This is like a fun, thrilling, based on true events. Which a few of his movies, a handful of his movies, are based on true events. Which is an interesting through line in a lot of his movies. Based on real characters or based on real events. Which I think is fun. Uh, obviously... Take take every movie based on real events with a grain of salt. Don't expect them to be historically accurate uh, necessarily. But this was a, a lot of fun and a story I didn't know anything about and a uh, kind of a interesting subgenre as well. Uh, so coming in at number four is Escape from Pretoria. Escape from Pretoria came out in 2020, so only a few years ago. It's a movie that uh i think had some issues because it came out during the pandemic so i think when theaters shut down i think you know but it was a real this is a really fun movie a thriller film based on real life uh, escape of political prisoners from pretoria central prison in south africa uh, in the 1970s so daniel radcliffe is one of the prisoners inside of this prison who try to break out and how they do it is i love it. i love how they do it the prison escape subgenre of movies is a lot of fun and i that's another thing i should probably do a top five of right you got shawshank redemption you got escape from alcatraz you got this movie you probably got movies like uh is maybe uh i don't know i'm, I'm just, it's just like the harder i think the more i blank But anyway, this movie was a lot of fun. Film stars Daniel Radcliffe, obviously. Tim Jenkins uh, are both political activists. And uh, they were imprisoned for distributing anti-apartheid literature. So, And the way they distribute it, that would be the... If I had to think of ways in which this movie might be historically inaccurate, uh, the way they distributed the anti-apartheid literature seems like a bad idea put it that way i don't want to spoil too much of this movie it was a lot of fun this movie it is a movie where they get locked up pretty early and it's pretty much them and some other people in the prison trying to figure out a way to escape from this this prison uh jenkins is joined by his fellow activist stephen lee played by daniel weber in his escape attempt Uh, The film takes place during apartheid era in South Africa, where the government enforced strict laws of segregation and uh, laws suppressing of opposition through imprisonment and torture. Uh, You know, something that I'm sure a political party in this country would love to do. Uh, And in some ways seems like we're moving towards that uh, that kind of uh, reality. Uh, the p- plot revolves around Jenkins and Lee's efforts to break out of the maximum security prison by crafting—I don't want to say—but it's a very—it's—I don't want to spoil—it's—it's it's, when I saw how they were getting to do this, it was really fun. They f- craft a way to get out of their prison cells, and it's almost like a movie where like they're taking each hurdle as it comes right like instead of knowing how they're going to get out of the prison it's just like okay how do we get out of our cells and it's like they figure that out it's like okay how do we get out of the cells and then go here and then how do we get through this place and this place and this place and how they do it is so much fun there are so many moments of, in this movie that are so tense and stressful because they're sneaking around this prison and the guards are kind of just walking and don't know that they're out of their cells while they're continuing to figure out the next step of how to get closer and closer to freedom. Right. A lot of fun. Uh, the film showcases uh, ingenuity, very ingenuity, the resourcefulness and courage of the prisoners uh, as they devise and execute their escape plan. That is another thing. It's very, like, unique. It's unique. Right. It's not... The thing like Shawshank where he digs a hole through the wall and covers it with a poster, right? Which I think the digging out of prison thing has definitely been done. People taking hot air balloons, uh, Paddington 2. This is so, I've never seen this, and I would imagine this is because this is an element, the element that I don't want to spoil is probably the key moment that is the real thing. And how they do it and execute it is so, so much fun. Uh, the supporting cast includes Ian Hart, Mark Leonard Winter, and Nathan Page. The film was directed by Francis Annan or Anon, who also co-wrote the screenplay with LH Adams based on Jenkins' memoir. Memoir Inside Out, The Escape from Petroia Prison. A tense atmosphere, gripping storyline, and strong performances from the lead actors. I loved it. It was so much fun, so great, it, like so suspenseful. It's a great ride. It's like you're cheering for like You want them to get out. It's, it's so much fun. Loved it. Escape from Pretoria. I think that's what it's called, right? Pretoria? Escape from Pretoria. Number four. Favorite Dan, Daniel Radcliffe movie. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote Are you looking for a way to take your love of The Ray Taylor Show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing, you'll also Get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspired disorder plus is a must have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspired and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership and now let's get back to the show moving on to number three my third favorite daniel radcliffe movie that is not harry potter Coming in at number three, this is a movie I definitely watched before. This is also a movie that's a lot of fun. It reminds me of a uh, Jason Statham franchise called Crank and Crank 2. This movie has those vibes, seriously. So coming in at number three is Guns Akimbo. Guns Kimbo came out in 2019, so only a year prior to the previous film in this, in this uh, rankings. It is an action comedy film directed by Jason Lee Howden. Uh, the film stars Daniel Radcliffe as Miles Lee Harris. He's a video game developer who finds himself thrust into a deadly game that resembles the violent games he created. Miles wakes up one day with guns bolted to his hands, And is forced to participate in a real-life battle royale game called Schism. Uh, He's also like trolling before he wakes up. Like he's trolling people on this thing. And it's like this real-life, almost like reality TV, but like underground kind of almost... Like almost if you were to do a real-life Grand Theft Auto in some ways, right? But really fun action like Crank and kind of that heightened cart video gamey cartoonish kind of a vibe to it uh so schism the game is organized by a group of criminals who broadcast it live on the internet and offer a cash prize to the last person standing Uh, miles teams up with nix played by samara weaving a skilled participant in the game who has uh has her own reason for wanting to take down schism Uh, The film features a lot of over-the-top action sequences, including car chases, gunfights, and explosions. A lot of fun camera movements. It is just such a fun action movie with a fun premise. And uh, and Daniel Radcliffe is just like this guy who is not at all an action hero, but thrust almost similar in some ways to American... Ultra which that's a fun action movie with a unconventional action hero as well and he's like Daniel Radcliffe because he has these guns bolted to his hands getting clothes on is kind of a precarious uh, thing so a lot of it he's running around in a robe and uh, his underwear wearing uh, slippers so much fun this plot explores themes of violence entertainment and the consequences of creating and consuming violent video, violent media which you know i i don't think video games and movies create violence i believe art imitates life more than life imitates art and i think having access to weapons uh definitely opens the door for weapons being used in crime Uh, And if you don't have those tools available, it's really hard to commit those crimes. It's hard to get a speeding ticket if you can't get a car. Uh, But it's super easy to mass murder people if you have access to a tool that makes it super easy to do. So I'm not too concerned with the violence of this movie. It is fun violence. It's an interesting kind of reasoning to have this over-the-top Uh, action it's not like a thought-provoking movie but it is like the previous movie i think is a better movie than this one but this is a really fun movie that's why it is here at number three for me guns akimbo uh and very you know there's no other movie that he's in that is like this right there's definitely movies that are very unique in the genre or niche that the movie is about but uh, this one as a, an over-the-top action movie, very unique, uh, and had a lot of fun. If you watched the crank movies and like those, then you'd probably love to like this one. Uh, moving on to my second favorite Daniel Radcliffe, excuse me, second favorite Daniel Radcliffe film. This is a hilarious movie. This movie is also based loosely on true events. And is loosely based on an actual person. So in some ways, this is a very loosey-goosey biopic. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing the lead. And it is so out of nowhere, this movie. And so much fun. I'm so glad I got to watch it. Despite it being a Roku original. Coming in at number two is Weird. The Al Yankovic Story. Uh, if you want to hear my review, I reviewed this movie, and i got to say, one of my favorite reviews that I've ever done. Uh, but Weird, the Al Yankovic story, came out last year. So this is the most recent Daniel Radcliffe movie. It uh, came out on Roku, which is an app that you can get on your tablet or smartphone, and you can sign up for free, and you can watch this. It has ads Uh, I watched it on my iPad. The ads didn't load, so I got to watch this without any ad breaks. Uh, But you don't have to have a Roku device. Uh, You just need to have a device that can download the Roku app for anybody that wants to watch this movie and hasn't watched it yet. Uh, So it's a 2022 American biographical parody in some ways similar to the uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story um except for it is about weird al yankovic the film directed by eric uh, Appel or apple the film is co-written by the weird al yankovic himself and is a, a satire of his life and is also a satire of biopics in general it it has a nice blend where it's like clearly things that actually happened in his life but then heightened and ridiculousized as weird al tends to do in his career somebody that made every hit song into a funny parody song and somebody i grew up loving as a kid him and adam sandler their songs and their comedy uh albums that they put out were a highlight of my childhood uh, so I was a huge fan watching this. And of course, Daniel Radcliffe plays the titular Weird Al Yankovic, which I think is a great uh, casting. Surprisingly, I think he nails it. Uh, you also have Evan Rachel Wood, Rain Williams, Toby Huss, Arturo Castro, and Julianne Nicholson in supporting roles. The film loosely based, as I said, on Yankovic's life and career and... Uh, and who's an accordionist and a parody songwriter, obviously, for those that don't know. Uh, such a fun movie. It's a, a musical biopic that takes itself as serious as any Weird Al song takes itself, uh, which to, is to mean it doesn't at all, which I think is the beauty of this film. It's a great mix of real events and insane fictional retellings of events. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe is great as Al Yankovic I love it Al Yankovic plays I think the a uh, uh, record label executive in this and there's so many fun cameos who are playing famous people in the movie which I find absolutely hilarious it was one of my favorite movies from last year I don't know I can't remember if it made my top five list but I know it would have been close. Absolutely one of my favorite movies of last year. And, uh, I mean, effortlessly the number two pick. Not my favorite Daniel Radcliffe movie, but really close to my favorite. So Al, the or weird I should say, the Al Yankovic story coming in at number two. My second favorite Daniel Radcliffe film. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about Are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than Inspiredisorder.com Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from The Many Faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of the Ray Taylor show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to inspiredisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspiredDisorder.com for all of your gift needs. And now, back to the show. Moving on to my favorite Daniel Radcliffe film, even if I had added the Harry Potter franchise as potential movies to be chosen for this list, this movie would still be number one. This is by far, I think the previous movie would be uh, where it is too. Uh, But this is my favorite movie that Daniel Radcliffe has been in. This was my favorite movie, period, the year it came out. This is a movie I saw multiple times in theaters. This is a movie that I purchased the soundtrack to on vinyl and have listened to this soundtrack so many times. It is one of my favorite soundtracks to any uh, film. It is one of my favorite movies the directors of this movies this movie have gone it's a duo it have gone on to making i think an even better movie that is nominated for best picture so coming in at number 1 my favorite daniel radcliffe movie period is swiss army man i love this movie came out in 2016 my favorite movie of 2016 I saw this movie multiple times. I own the soundtrack on vinyl. It is such a fun soundtrack. This is a comedy slash drama directed by the Daniels, Daniel Scheinart and Daniel Kwan, the directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is nominated for Best Picture as well as so many other awards. That is the movie, I hope, wins all of the Oscars. I don't care how popular of an opinion it is. I love everything everywhere all at once. It is the most they are the most creative guys, and it's not surprising that this is the movie that led them to making that movie. This is such an in- fun and inventive movie, so different, so original, so much fun. Film stars Paul Dano, who I think is great as Hank, and he's a man who is stranded on a desert island who befriends a talking corpse named Manny, who is played by none other than daniel radcliffe so they are pretty much the only two people in this movie until the very end of the movie and it is about their friendship it is heightened magical realism it is so weird and unique and has the most the record amounts of fart sounds each fart in this movie is a different fart sound that was recorded separately that is the amount of detail that daniels put into their movies that they will not reuse the same fart sounds in a movie that is full of fart sounds they will make sure that each unique pass of gas has its own unique sound those are artists right there uh manny's body radcliffe is used by Hank in a variety of ways, hence the title Swiss Army Man, uh, such as a water spout, a compass, and a jet ski. And every way his body is used for those things, among other things, is super unique and creative and inventive, and I love it. As Hank tries to find his way back to civilization, he and Manny develop a unique bond and explore themes of friendship, love, and acceptance. I love this movie. has so much heart. It's so funny, so unique, so creative. Uh, the film uses flatulations and crude humor to drew that drew both praise and criticism from audiences and critics. The I went and saw this at a art house theater in Denver. Small, four screen theater, only show art house films. This was one of the films. I was in this movie theater. There was only a handful of other people, all grown adults, older than me. And when they started farting, I got to tell you how happy I was to see everybody else in this theater laughing along with me at the fart humor. So much fun. Anybody that has a problem with farts as comedy has a problem with comedy. Uh, Every fart was different, as I said. No two farts were the same. The film's soundtrack was composed by Andy Hull. And Robert McDowell of the band uh, Manchester Orchestra, amazing soundtrack. As I said, so unique. It's almost this movie is almost like a musical because the, the, there are musical moments that are started by characters singing them. Mum, 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 mum. Jurassic Park song is amazing. I love the soundtrack so much. It is. It is like. It, it's. It, I love it just as much as this movie. Uh, this film's unique visual style and creative use of practical effects such as puppetry earn critical acclaim that DIY like almost Michelle Gondry film. There is a scene where he recreates this bus interaction that uh, that um, what's his face that uh, Paul Dano's character. Uh, interacted with like this girl that this woman that he's in love with that he's, he's infatuated with so they decide to recreate that by recreating a bus i mean they're like in a jungle or whatever right on some deserted island and they it's just like this diy thing that really is so similar to michelle gondry and his films like be kind rewind which i love that kind of diy aesthetic um which brings it so much heart this movie has so much heart uh swiss army man is a -a one-of-a-kind film that offers a thought-provoking and entertaining look at the human experience and was as i said my favorite movie of 2016 it is my favorite movie that daniel radcliffe radcliffe is in it is uh directed by two directors that are immediately one of my favorite, if not my two favorite directors, who not only make amazing movies like Swiss Army Man and Everything Everywhere All at Once, but they make movies in a very different way where they are hands-on on every level. The special effects of Everything Everywhere All at Once was handled by them as well as a few of their colleagues doing it all themselves. They didn't farm it out to some company who does it. So it looks different and feels different from the ground up, which I think is one One of their hallmarks to their movies. They make movies that are 100 percent unique and interesting and funny and heartwarming. And I love it. Swiss Army Man, my favorite Daniel Radcliffe movie coming here right now at number one. Honorable mentions movies that I enjoyed that didn't make the list. Imperium was a lot of fun. Uh, Which one was Imperium actually? Imperium. I'm like blanking. Jungle was a lot of fun. Jungle's like a movie where Radcliffe is like a traveler and he's going with two friends that he met while traveling the world to go find this like uh, these indigenous people in the Amazon. And in that, it becomes a survivalist movie where Daniel Radcliffe's character is trying to survive. The only thing I didn't like about Jungle, which I love the movie. But the accent that Daniel Radcliffe is doing is kind of annoying. And I don't know if it's a bad accent necessarily, but for whatever reason, seeing Daniel Radcliffe do this like this accent, kind of off-putting. Also, there is uh, some aspects of that movie that I just didn't like very much. Oh, I wonder if I, I, took, I took notes for Imperium. Imperium, oh, Imperium was the one where he's an FBI agent. And he goes undercover as, um, God damn it, where is it? Uh, yeah. Also based on true events, goes undercover as a white supremacist. Right? So it's I- I- another true event. Daniel Radcliffe going, you're seeing Daniel Radcliffe pretend to be very racist, which is an interesting movie, and especially for the reality we're living in, where the majority of domestic terrorist events are done by white supremacists. We have an issue with white supremacists in the military. We have an issue with white supremacist groups in this country. And it's an interesting examination of that and also illustrates how different the different whites. There's like so many different flavors of white supremacist groups where some are very religious. Some are not, you know, like there's some are Nazis, some are KKK. Like, there's a whole plethora of white supremacy going on. And uh, it's kind of a great movie. I really did enjoy it. This Like, seeing a preview for this movie is what inspired me to go in and watch all of Daniel Radcliffe's movies. Because, like, well, that's an interesting movie to see Daniel Radcliffe go undercover as a Nazi. Neo-Nazi in America. Um and it was good, but, you know, Tony Collette is in the movie as well. Uh, that would probably be my number six, I guess. Um, and then Horns is a interesting horror movie, a little bit tied too closely to religion, which I'm not a big fan of in horror movies, which is pretty common in horror movies, tying religion, demons, devil, exist. <laughs> it's like... Uh, which is a comparison. It's interesting because I always compare that to like believing that, uh, that, um, God, the, the bad guy in Harry Potter exists. Like, I don't believe Harry Potter is a real thing. So I don't worship the bad guy in that. Like Christians think it's like, Oh, you're a Satanist. Cause I don't believe in 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 I'm, I'm an atheist it's like no I, I don't I that's fiction to me <laughs> like because I don't believe in the good guys of your book doesn't mean I believe in the bad guys it means that everybody in that book is fiction uh which I find to be hilarious when uh super religious people try to try to call and it's funny to see the actual Satanist group that exists and how closely more closely they align with the teachings of Jesus Christ more so than the actions of actual Christians Uh, I find that hilarious as well so horns wasn't as it was it was good but not a great movie Um, it was interesting and it's kind of it's almost like has like moments where he's almost being like the heart throbby kind of character like the dude in twilight like it has twilight it seems like it's trying to do a twilight type of a thing uh, which i'm not a fan of that franchise of films but those were uh, imperium was really close jungle was really close horns just an honorable mention uh but let me recap my list and we'll get out of here So this is my top five Daniel Radcliffe movies, not including Harry Potter. Starting off with number five is the romantic comedy, What If? Number four is the movie based loosely on reality, Escape from Pretoria. Number three is a fun action movie, Guns Akimbo. Number two is a hilarious comedy, biopic weird the al yankovic story and my number one favorite daniel radcliffe movie of all time whether harry potter is included or not is swiss army man directed by the daniels who also directed everything everywhere all at once by far my favorite movie swiss army man and uh one of my favorite movies my favorite daniel radcliffe movie also an amazing soundtrack swiss army man number one of daniel radcliffe movies not including Harry Potter. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Top 5 from the Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my rankings and analysis of my Top 5 Daniel Radcliffe movies. Let me know if there are movies, there are a few that I did not get to watch, if you have seen them and think that I might reconsider and Put them on my top five list. Let me know. I want to see them, especially if they're available to watch somewhere, which is the only reason I didn't watch them. But let me know if there's a Daniel Radcliffe movie that I missed that you think should be on my top five list. And uh, don't forget to tune in next Sunday for an all new episode of top five and join the conversation by leaving a comment or a rating on your favorite podcast platform as well as youtube if you're watching these uh but until then see you next week for an all-new episode of top five new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspired slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspired disorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace oh